We're back to tidy up some loose ends, ladies and gentlemen, on what is the hottest form of conversation when you talk Crimson Tide football news, notes, and information. It's in my own words with your man, Stephen Smith of Touchdown Alabama Magazine Live in Studios. We've gone over pay for play where the NCAA is concerned. We have looked at the Alabama football defense in terms of 2019. It's trying to get back to that nasty style of play. And now we dive into my way too early projections, predictions for the college football playoff in terms of the 2019 season. I know we're just now getting over spring. We're into summer. Haven't started summer workouts yet. The media days have not hit us yet. Let's see how the season plays out first, but I'm going to dive into my four teams that I see getting in to the college football playoff and the team that ultimately wins uh, the big dance. My one through four, I got them listed right here as Alabama, Clemson, Oklahoma, and Oregon. Once again, that was those one through four, Alabama, Clemson, Oklahoma, and Oregon. And, and it's self-explanatory for the Crimson Tide, right? It's it's getting back to the Bama factor. That's what Nick Saban's trying to do. He's trying to get back to, these, to this team playing physical, playing tough, playing nasty, having that mindset of nobody wants to play Alabama. And he's gotten that done so far with getting the experience, getting the tenure, back to his coaching staff. When you look at defensively and you take into account Sal Sinceri, Brian Baker, and Charles Kelly, we're looking at 96 years of tenure in terms of coaching. So you're getting that back on defense along with Pete Golding, who despite the fact him being young, does have nine years of experience coaching on that defensive side of the football and calling plays. Offensively, Alabama won't balance. You got the quick strike quarterback in Tua Tagovailoa coming back off of a season where he had 3,966 passing yards, 43 touchdown passes, 48 total touchdowns, all of these being single season score records, uh, just six interceptions, Heisman finalist, and a consensus All-American, and though you want him to take those next steps in uh, staying healthy, holding up physically, and also dictating to opposing defenses, the biggest thing for Alabama is having that balance in the run game. You got two quality backs, Najee Harris, Brian Robinson, some young guys coming in in the summer with Trey Sanders and Keelan Robinson. You want the balance in the run game. You want your offensive line flexing its muscle. It does return Alex Netherwood and Jedrick Wills, two guys that came in the 2017 class with Tonga Vangoa. Wills, who will play right tackle. Netherwood, who will play left tackle to anchor uh, both of those spots on that front group at wide receiver. You know what you're getting. Jerry Judy coming back. Belitnikoff winner. Henry Ruggs back. Devontae Smith back. Jalen Waddle, the cheetah, is back as a sophomore. And then you have the guys like John Mechie, Slay Bolden, Xavier Williams, and Ty Rail Shaver. So for Alabama, defensively, getting back to being nasty. Offensively, having that balance, but they are the number one team I've got going back in that college football playoff. Number two, when you look at Clemson, the biggest question mark for the Tigers will be, can it retool a defense? 
because it lost a lot. People always talk about, well, can Alabama retool? Well, can Alabama reload? Well, can Alabama put a unit back on the field after losing five and six and seven and multiple guys to the next level, that being the National Football League? Well, Nick Saban has proven year after year, I may lose six, seven, eight, nine guys off my defense to the draft, but I got the next wave of monsters that I can plug and play, and there's no drop-off. I mean, even despite the fact that last year's defense didn't hit the uh, statistical numbers that Alabama fans have become accustomed to seeing, that group led by Mac Wilson still got to an SEC championship, still got to the college football playoff, and still shut out both LSU and Mississippi State in the regular season. In terms of Dabo Sweeney, Brent Venables, and Clemson, this will be a year to where national media will finally be able to see, can it retool a defense, especially with them losing Kendall Joseph and Trey Lamar, Cleveland Farrell, Dexter Lawrence, Christian Wilkins, Austin Bryant, and those guys just off the defensive front and the secondary it lost Travion Mullins to the NFL. Now, I did return A.J. Terrell and Tanner Muse in the secondary, but for Clemson, can it retool a defense to put with what it's got on offense in Trevor Lawrence, a quarterback, Travis Etienne, a 1,000-yard back coming back, Justin Ross, T. Higgins, and Amari Rogers at the wide receiver positions. But until somebody jumps to the fray to hinder Alabama and Clemson, it will be a collision course between these two giants in the college football playoff every single year. Which leads me to my number three team that jumps into this, and a lot of media outlets claim Texas. They like Tom Herman. They like what he's doing. He's got the quarterback in Sam Ellinger. Uh, defensive pieces have been strong. Texas in recruiting under uh, Tom Herman has brought in quite the number of top three, top five recruiting classes. Despite everybody going Texas, give me Oklahoma as the third team in the college football playoff. Why? Jalen Hurts is battle-tested. For the first time under Lincoln Riley, the Sooners have a quarterback that has been to the big stage. He's been in the college football playoff national title game on three separate occasions. One of those Alabama should have won the 2016 year where Jalen Hurts puts the ball in the end zone late in the game against Clemson as a freshman. The score is 31 to 28 in favor of the Tide. If the defense holds on, who knows what could have happened, but Jalen Hurts been there, done that. He's been in these situations, and now he has a stage to where he can prove that he can take a team and get it to a national championship under Lincoln Riley, who is a quarterback savant, getting the likes of Baker Mayfield and Kyler Murray to not just Heisman trophies, but being number one picks in the NFL draft. Along with Jalen Hurts, you got your running backs and Kennedy Brooks and Trey Sermon both back. At the receiving options, you got CeeDee Lamb, a 1,000-yard target back, Lee Morris at wide receiver back, Grant Calcaterra at tight end, who had six touchdowns a year ago. Uh, He's back. Defensively for the Sooners, this is where it gets interesting because it's, it's finally got a defensive coordinator that's about something. I mean, Oklahoma last year, atrocious, just 
completely terrible, just bad on defense in 2018. But it finally has a coordinator in Alex Drench at 38 years of age that can possibly bring a change to that group and make it a strength. Alex Grinch, who a three-time nominee for the Brawls Award, which goes to the nation's top assistant coach, including 2017, where he was a semifinalist for the honor. He has spent time at Washington State under Mike Leach from 2015 to 2017. He was with the Missouri Tigers from 2014 to, to from 2012, excuse me, to 2014. He was even at Ohio State as the co-defensive coordinator and safeties coach in 2018. When it comes down to major programs, he has served as either a defensive coordinator, co-DC, and safeties coach. And at these three programs, Washington State, Missouri, and Ohio State, he's got it defenses that have combined for 90 picks, 90 interceptions, big number. Grinch is huge on taking the ball away, creating those turnovers, getting your offense in short field situations where you can quickly strike, get into your offense, keep your foot on the pedal on that defense, on the on the opposing defense's neck. So that's the game plan for Alex Grinch. Get turnovers, create short fields, get your offense back on the field, and keep that quick strike mentality going. Uh, for the Sooners, Kenneth Murray is back at linebacker on defense. He had 155 tackles to leave the team a year ago. Ronnie Perkins returns on the defensive line for his sophomore year. He had five sacks and eight tackles for loss a year ago. And how about Parnell Motley? The boy is back in the secondary. He had three picks to leave the team. So Oklahoma's got talent. They got talent returning. You got a defensive coordinator in Grinch that knows what he's doing. Oklahoma will not be all world next year on defense, but it will be greatly improved. And despite the fact that everybody talking taxes, and I love Tom Herman, and I really like Sam Ellinger, and I really like what the Horns have going on, give me the Oklahoma Sooners. If they can get past Texas, and if they can get past TCU, I like Oklahoma and that college football playoff as the third seed, which rounds us out number four. I like the Oregon Ducks. I don't see a big I don't see a Big Ten team getting in. I'm sorry, Big Ten. I don't trust you. And Mark Antonio and Michigan State, good team. Don't see it. Penn State with James Franklin. You lost Miles Sanders at running back. You lost Trace McSorley. Don't see Penn State getting in there. Michigan and Jim Harbaugh, psh, please. I mean, it started off with maybe it's Urban Meyer that can dethrone Nick Saban. It's gone from Urban Meyer to Jim Harbaugh to Kirby Smart to Jimbo Fisher. And now everybody's on the Dabo Sweeney train. I'm not sold on Harbaugh. I'm not sold on Michigan. And then Ohio State, you know, Justin Fields could be good. Justin Fields could be the answer. We're not sure. We don't know. And though Ryan Day is taking over, he's no Urban Meyer. I just do not see a Big Ten team getting in. However, of the two Pac-12 teams that could potentially get in here between Washington and Oregon, give me the quack attack. Give me the Ducks. Mario Cristobal. Building something there in Eugene. You got the quarterback back in Justin Herbert, 3,000-yard pass a year ago. As far as other pieces for Oregon, you look at C.J. Verdell, 
and Travis Dye, two very good running backs for Gale, 1,000-yard rushing last year. They got receivers, including Jalen Red, who had five touchdown receptions a season ago. Defensively, Troy Dye, main tackle with 115 stops. But the secondary, the biggest thing for the Ducks as it returns Je- uh, Jevin Holland and Thomas Graham Jr. Holland, who led the team with five picks a season ago. Graham had 18 pass breakups to lead the team. Oregon brought in the number seven recruiting class for 2019. It was first in the Pac-12, including bringing in the number one composite player for this group, which happens to be Kalen Thibodeau on the defensive line. So, Oregon Ducks, to me, my fourth team in the college football playoff just for Justin Herbert. Got to get more consistent when it comes down to those big games. So, Alabama, Clemson, Oklahoma, Oregon, my four teams in the playoff. My ultimate winner, I got the Crimson Tide. History has shown when Alabama is coming off a loss in a prior season, that following season, no one wants to play this team. They're hungry. They're dedicated. They chomp at the bit, and they end up winning a national championship. Case in point, 2008, Alabama got so close, had two losses in the postseason with 12-2. 2009, came back. Won a national championship. 2010 was a three-loss team. 2011 and 2012, how about back-to-back titles? 2013 and 2014 had some struggles. 2015, Alabama national championship. 2016, uh, fail in the uh, national title game, the Clemson. 2017, how about second and 26, two of the Smitty? That was a national championship. 2018, failed to Clemson in the playoff title game. This time around, 2019, expect for not only Alabama to be back in the college football playoff, but with this team, the hunger, Nick Saban, Scott Cochran, and the tenure of coaches back. Yeah, Crimson Tide right there to win and have a shot at winning the national championship for 2019. It's going to do it here, folks, for In My Own Words, this week's edition. As always, ladies and gentlemen, Touchdown Alabama Magazine app. Check it out right now. Download it on your iPhone, your team Apple, the iPhone App Store, Google Play Store if you got the Android phone. As always, podcast options. You fill in the hottest show on the streets, you check out the podcast at the bottom. You can check out the podcast options, excuse me, that are conveniently at the bottom of the screen. When we return next week, we will open up with a guest, my man, former Alabama linebacker and national champion Nico Johnson joins the show. You don't want to miss it, but for all of us here at TDA The Brand, I'm yours truly, Stephen Smith. Till next time, folks, so long, everybody. Spit in my own words.